0: So I'm gonna start with a question for you today. Is your stress bucket full? And you might be thinking, Elliot, what the hell is a stress bucket? So let's get to that first. So in life, we have a bunch of different stresses. We have physical stresses, we have emotional stresses, we have environmental stresses, and some of which are really good. For example, our training stress. We go to the gym, we put our muscles through stress, they recover and they grow back stronger. However, we have certain stresses in life that we could probably do without the neighbor who plays their music too loud on a Saturday night, the boss that doesn't understand the concept of boundaries and sends you emails on Saturday. Saturday and Sunday afternoons. There are plenty of different stresses and they're not all created equal either. Some are really, really big stresses. You know, potentially you took on a new role at work that's highly stressful. Maybe you've just had a child. Maybe you've gone through something really, really traumatic. Or we can have the little stresses like dropping coffee on ourselves, etc. And what we've got to remember is that all stress goes into one bucket. Bucket is just probably the easiest thing I can think of as some form of container. But there's not any specific area that we place different stresses. We don't put our training stress in one area. We don't place our emotional stress in another. We don't place our work stress in another. It all goes into one same bucket and you've got to handle it accordingly. Everything goes in there. And what we will find is that over time, we will let that stress build up, right? And some of us, we will have larger buckets, right? We might be more resilient people. Some of us might have a lower stress tolerance and it also changes with the different periods of your life as well. We might actually gain more and more resilience as time goes on, or we might just be going through a lot of this moment in time. So our ability to handle the smaller stresses might get harder as well. So we have a stress bucket. It can be different sizes and all of your stress goes in there. And the reason why this is important is because of even the good stress goes in there. So your training stress, that stress that's gonna push you to the next level within your career or your personal development, that all goes in there. And the problem comes is that most of us in life are operating with our stress buckets being close to the brim, right? Just really try and visualize this. Imagine you've like, you've filled it up with water and that's your stress and you're carrying it around with you. Think about what's gonna happen on a day-to-day basis when you're just walking with that normal stress. You know, things are gonna fly out of that bucket. It's gonna overfill. What happens when someone adds more? more to that bucket, one or two extra things is going to overload you. And this is the challenge when I see people start a health and fitness journey. The health and fitness journey comes with stressors, the good ones and the bad ones as well, because quite often we've got to face certain things that we haven't done. Maybe that's conditioning of the past, maybe that's bad habits around food, maybe that's coping mechanisms. And that's quite a lot to add to that bucket. And the unfortunate part of this is that this stress is going to help ultimately. It's not that pleasant in the short term, but in the long run, it's really going to pay off. But what people do is they think, oh, I was actually operating okay until I started this health and fitness journey and then, you know, I just can't handle it anymore. You know, there's too much training, there's too much for me to handle here. But the reality is, is it wasn't the health and fitness that overloaded them. Yes, that was the latest thing to go in the bucket, but it was all that nonsense, all the other stresses in your life that's actually not maybe helping that much are causing you to be close to the brim in the first place. It wasn't the health and fitness stress that caused the problem. The problem is that you're already operating close to the brim. And that's why I want to bring this analogy today because of too many of us are operating close to the brim and we believe that the easiest things to pull out is our health and fitness. However, that's going to give you the biggest return on your investment and actually equip you better to handle the things within your stress bucket. So today's episode is to, first of all, introduce that concept to you, really visualize that and think about your stress bucket and everything that's in it right now. Think about how close you are to the brim as well. And now I want to go through some solid and practical tips on how you can start to empty this bucket. The first on the list is to establish whether these stresses have a timeline and when the end date is going to be. I spoke about this a few episodes back in terms of thinking of your life in seasons. If you know that you're just working on a project now and it's got a due date by the end of the year, so in six weeks time, that's going to be over and done with, you might be able to just tolerate it for the time being. You might want to look at ways to make things a little bit easier, but it might be a case of saying, okay, I'm not going to take anything else on until the end of the year. And I know that as soon as I'm done with this project and this the new year comes I can take this out of my stress bucket. However if there's no clear end date on this then we need to find a way to make sure this is sustainable and we need to do things to alleviate the amount of stress that this is causing. If it is a work project for example maybe you need to start outsourcing things maybe you need to work a little bit more on the weekend so the weekdays aren't as tough. There can be a number of things in which you can do but ultimately if it's going to be a fixture in your lifestyle for a while it really needs to be a little bit more sustainable to allow you to have the good stresses in your life and not have you operating too close to the brim. Number two. Cut out stressful and toxic people and also be mindful of how your stressful situations come about. There are a lot of people in this world who are going to cause you a lot of unnecessary stress and you really need to catch the trends here. If someone keeps bringing stressful situations to your life, you really need to ask yourself the question, are they a good person to be in my life? And if they aren't, then how can I minimize the time I spend around this person? And although this might seem a bit harsh, your mental well-being should be sacred. You should do everything in Your power to minimize unnecessary stresses in your life. So, if you can avoid being around toxic or people who bring you a lot of stress, then do it. And it's easier said than done, but I guarantee you it will pay off in the long run. It's the whole ripping off the band aid mentality. And you might not be able to identify these people immediately, but look into how your stressful situations come about. Maybe it's every time you talk to this certain friend, maybe it's every time you talk to a certain family member. If you're finding there's trends, just be mindful of the amount of time and energy you place within that individual or situation. Number three, do more enjoyable things and schedule them in. I am terrible at this. However, I'll tell you a story. The other night, this is not something I usually do, but I was on Instagram, came across a meme page and I honestly, I'm not proud of saying this, but I spent about 20 minutes on that meme page because it was hilarious. I was literally laughing at every one or two of them. And I came away from that. Usually I think that's a poor use of time, but I hadn't laughed in so long. And I was like, isn't that A, pretty sad that I've not laughed in so long? And B, I really need to make more time time to do things that I enjoy and that make me laugh. I was actually really satisfied when I came away from that. Usually I would be spending time on Instagram and be like, oh, this is a waste of time. i not being productive. But I was laughing my head off, honestly. And it just made me realize I need to cultivate more things like that in my life. Not necessarily looking at memes all the time, but watching things that might make me laugh, spending time with people who make me laugh, doing things that I enjoy more. And the reality is I don't schedule them in enough and you probably don't either. So make sure that at least every once or twice a week, if you can do So even if it's just something that's going to last for 15 to 20 minutes, like watching a stand-up or something along those lines that gets you into a more relaxed and uh, happy state do it just make sure that it's scheduled in and don't overlook it because it's so so helpful and on to the next thing that you shouldn't overlook is your stress management techniques i talk about this all the time but once again it gets overlooked let me share another personal example and i think you guys can connect quite well with my personal examples because it's not me telling you what to do it's me being on this journey with you and working these things out myself so journaling is one of my tried and tested uh, stress management techniques and there was something that kept coming to my mind it kept coming and kept coming and kept coming and i was just trying to compartmentalize it. I was just putting it away and just saying, hey, it's not really bothering me that much. I'm just going to push it to the side. And it was only recently that I realized that I really need to process this. I really need to get this out of my mind. I need to put this down onto paper. I need to forgive the situation. I need to forgive myself within my journaling writing. And once I did that, it was like a stress was lifted off my shoulders. It was like a massive, massive weight was lifted off my shoulders. And it was only when I went through the process of putting it down on paper. And I'm not telling you that you need to journal, but what I'm saying is that stress would not lead me until I actually faced it and I did something about it. So if you've got a stress management technique that you lean towards, or you've got a stressor in your life, and that brings me on to the final point is if you have a stressor in your life, don't push it to the side, face it head on. If it can be dealt with, deal with it sooner rather than later. Because what I find with stressors is that they get worse the longer you leave them. It's like not taking out the rubbish or the trash, whatever you want to call it, right? If you leave it in your, even if you take it out of the bin, you tie up that black bag, but you just put it by the front door and you don't take it out, it's going to start to stink out your entire house and your entire apartment. The only time that you get rid of that smell is when you take it outside your house, you let the bin men and women collect it and you get it as far away from you as possible. If you leave the trash in the house, if you leave it there, it will just get worse and worse and worse. It will smell worse and worse and worse. And it's the same with stress as well. The longer you leave it, it Accumulates, It accumulates and it accumulates until you've genuinely got no choice but to face it or it starts to stink out of your house, neither of which you want. So I hope that gets you thinking about your stress bucket, where you are in terms of capacity and how you can make sure that you're operating way, way below the brim. And if you are finding yourself building up to the brim, what you can do to alleviate some of the stress within that bucket. So I hope that helped team. Take care and I look forward to speaking with you tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.